Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sermons in Cars. My name is Tony Martel. I'm one of your hosts. Um, yeah, and if you haven't, if you haven't been here with us before, you know, typically we just drive around and theologize and talk about ideas. Today, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit still today because I actually wanted to read some scripture um, and unpack it. You can't read and drive and talk all at the same time. It'd be kind of dangerous, right? So here we go. Let's jump right in. Luke chapter 3, we see John the Baptist um, doing his thing, baptizing people, uh, preparing the way, as it were, right? And groups of people come out to him um, and they're getting baptized and a crowd comes out to him and in verse 10 they say well what should we do then okay and John says anyone who has two shirts should share with those who have none and he says anyone who has food should do the same and he says tax collectors even come out to get baptized and they say well what should we do and John says don't collect any more than you're required to he says that even soldiers come out they're baptized and there there's okay well what should we do and John says to them don't extort money don't accuse people falsely be content with your pay I think right there it's important to know that when we when we hear the gospel message when we hear it it's a natural instinct is to respond by saying well what what should I do what's what's next and that's that's a good thing Right? And I think a common theme between John's answers here is um, it's all connected to how we treat people. So I want us to hold that in our forefront. And when we hear the gospel and we ask, what should we do? John's answers to people isn't about believing. It's about doing. And the doing all has to do how we treat people around us okay so let's let's hold that in the forefront of our mind because it says that these people are waiting expectantly hoping that john might be the messiah but john says nope that's not me nope i baptize you with water he says but one who is more powerful than i will come the straps of whose sandals i'm not worthy to untie he will baptize you with the holy spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor, to gather the wheat into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Now, if you're anything like me and you were raised in an evangelical environment, <clears throat> you're gonna hear those words and maybe you've got an immediate association to this idea of eternal separation. Maybe you you tie it immediately to an end of times judgment where God separates the good and the bad and he and he the good are saved and the bad go to hell right this unquenchable fire maybe you associate with eternal torment and punishment for all of the unrighteous and all of the wicked can I just say poor form right poor form Peter have you that movie with um, Dustin Hoffman's uh, hook right Right? I don't know if that's that I'm dating myself, but if you've ever seen that awesome movie with Robin Williams, Peter Pan, he's poor form, Peter, poor form. Right? That's what's happening here. Can we just can we just play this out for a second? Just just think about the reality of this, okay? If 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 the wheat 
are the good people and the chaff are the bad people. We're just gonna we're just gonna throw them away. You're just gonna just throw them into a trash can. This is like like human waste. Can can we just stop and think about how how devaluing that is of the human spirit? How how it devalues the human body? Right? What makes what makes me so solid or special that I that I'm I'm gonna be the wheat and I'm not chat like right? It devalues creation. It de ultimately it devalues God. So I think if we were to have a a, a better sounding board for unpacking these these images, we might be able to better engage the dialogue with a, with a bit more. I would say healthy perspective, one that doesn't devalue the human body and doesn't just automatically divide people into groups and then throw them away like they're outcasts and they don't matter. Right? If there's one lesson we could take from maybe Abraham when God was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, what does Abraham do? He stands up and is like, wait a second, no, there's people there. He's like, God, you're not going to, like, well, what about even the righteous people? Are you going to destroy the good and the bad? He's like, well, what about if, what are you, if there's a hundred righteous people? You can dest destroy them all too? And God said, no, I won't. If there's even a hundred righteous there, I won't destroy them. Well, he's like, well, okay, well, how about 50? Right? And he argues them all the way down to 10. And God's like, if there's even 10 righteous people, I will not destroy the city. Some of you are like, well, see, God is going to destroy the wicked. No, what I would say is, well, what if Abraham had gone all the way to zero? point is there's value in human life there's great value there so let's not be so quick to hold the judgment against them to say that the chaff are people because I would actually say that's 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 wrong thinking so so let's think about this for a second if 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 John is saying after me comes someone who's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. I want us to think about this in terms of two inseparable things, Holy Spirit and fire. We think of the fire as a bad thing, but it's not, okay? Because God is fire, right? You're gonna find that concept in Deuteronomy and in Hebrews, where God is all-consuming fire. It is like, a, it, you, you can't have God without fire. It's, it's inseparable. Okay, so if God is going to baptize us with his Holy Spirit, he's going to baptize humanity. It is going to happen. There's no way around it. We are all going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and with unquenchable fire. The thing is, we need to engage and embrace it rather than be afraid of it. And think of it as that's not something that's going to happen to me. I'm not the chaff. No, we are all wheat, and the wheat is going to be baptized. Think about wheat for a second. What is wheat? Have you ever seen a grain, uh, a head of wheat, grain of a stalk of wheat? You can like pick off all of the little heads, and you can even munch on them. Right? It's tasty, right? You could like, but think of the grain, a stalk as maybe a community, right? And all of the heads of grain are all the people in that community, and God's gonna clear His threshing floor and collect up all of the communities, and all that chaff that grows up in the midst of the wheat, all that chaff is all the stuff that doesn't need to be there. It's not people, it's all of the things that we do to each other that needs to get burned off. And that's the unquenchable fire because it's uncomfortable, it hurts like hell. 
right? Because there's parts of us that shouldn't be here that are there. And that's the stuff that, that salvation is. That's, that's the salvation part that's happening to us. We just go around killing. We've been killing and murdering and slaughtering each other for, for eons since the beginning. Maybe God's like, there's a better way, okay? It's going to require some unquenchable fire and it's going to hurt. But let me show you how to do this. Okay, let me show you what happens when you lay down your weapons. Let me show you how to live a life. I don't want to get into all of the, the ideas of nonviolence right now, but the chaff is the stuff that dirties our communities. It's the hatred, it's the jealousy, it's the envy, it's the it's the it's the it's the adultery, the covetousness, it's the murdering, it's the strife. It's the drugs, it's the addiction, it's all the, it's the violence, it's all of these things that get, that get tarred into our communities. That's the stuff that's going to get burned off with unquenchable fire. And that is going to happen whether we want it to or not. That is the unquenchable fire of God. That isn't ever. We, there's nothing we can do to stop that. So when we come to Christ and we have this experience and we've been baptized with the Holy Spirit and we're then standing around and we're asking ourselves, okay, well, what should I do next? What do I, what must I do? We should hear the words of John. Okay, if you have two shirts, share. If you have food, give. If you're in, if you're in, in finance or, in, or you're a business owner, maybe it causes you to, you to reevaluate your business ethics your finances and how you control the money and and how you pay your wages and how you pay your employees maybe all of that gets reevaluated and it should because when it doesn't get reevaluated and we still try and follow the way of Jesus what happens is this fire really becomes unquenchable because now it becomes the, the problems are now really coming to the surface in our communities If you're in a, if whatever your profession is, John doesn't say if you're a soldier, stop, lay your weapons down, stop being a soldier. No, he says to him, don't, don't accuse people falsely. Don't, don't stir up problems when there aren't problems. Be content with what your role is. And I think this applies to all of us. And this is an ongoing question throughout the entirety of our walk in life. What must I do? And it's a good question to constantly put in front of us. What must I do? Okay, is this reevaluate? How are you treating people? Reevaluate how you're living your life, how your business is, what's your career life, your professional life, your personal life, your interpersonal relationships. Constantly reevaluate and say, what must I do? And know that 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 stirring inside of you, that's the Holy Spirit causing that fire to kind of work itself out in our communities. And what will happen? What could imagine what would happen on our planet if we started adopting this principle? Imagine how our communities would change. Imagine how your heart would change, your life would change. You'd stop holding all of this anger and hatred and bitterness. Imagine what it can be like if that stuff isn't there. 
you're not holding on to it and you're letting it go. Imagine what your life will be like a year from now. Imagine what your community, the community around you, will look like a year from now. If you if you bravely and boldly embrace the the fire of of letting the chaff get taken away. That's the process of life. That's the faith journey that we're on. And and honestly, it's the it's the it's the constant incarnational moments that happen among us. It's it's going to happen one way or another whether in this life or the next. Preferably this one. And that's that's the life to the full that Christ offers us in the here and now. So be bold. Enjoy your holiday season. Enjoy the coming new year. Be safe. Subscribe to this channel, of course, because it's fun. We drive around and we theologize. Life is good for everyone. We'll see you guys next time, alright? I'm out! <laughs>